Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of She Coaches Coaches. I have got an Ask the Expert interview here, and her name is Julie Ann. Now, let me tell you about her. She is the founder of Influence Publishing, Inc., and she's a TEDx speaker. Over the past 10 years, she has published over 200 books and made over 80% of those international bestsellers. She claims to be the world's only dyslexic book publisher, and her TEDx talk on the gift of dyslexia has had almost 100,000 views. She's been featured on British and Canadian TV and in many international publications as well. She's a best-selling author of Around the World in Seven Years, A Life-Changing Journey, and that is where she cataloged her journey around the world from 1998 to 2005 by sailboat, train, bus, and plane. She has been everywhere and she has done everything. And now she lives in Puerto Vallarta in Casa de Influencia, her dream retreat center. She's a dual citizen of the UK and Canada. And as I said at the beginning of the description, she is the founder of Influence Publishing. And that is why I invited her to speak on this episode. This company, one of their ideas, their aims, is to produce collaborative book projects. And she says that they represent the values and knowledge of the organization, business venture, and influencers of their community. It sounded like such a fascinating thing. And I know so many coaches love the idea of someday writing a book. And I knew that this would be very valuable. So Julianne, welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I am so glad you're here. Thank you, Candy. I am delighted to be here. And uh, it's so much fun um, speaking to you again in Vancouver. Um, It feels like every time we talk, we just go deeper and deeper into all the fun things that we can be doing together. Yeah, exactly. So tell me about these collaborative books. I don't know, my tongue is twisted around that word, but there you go. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'd love to. Um, I actually started doing these about five years ago. And um, I was definitely inspired by um, Chicken Soup for the Soul series of books. Um, they had been around for a while. And, um, and I thought to myself, well, why can't we do something similar to that? But instead of it being kind of random people um, that are writing to a loose subject, why can't we represent um, an organization or a nonprofit or a group of people um, that have come together for common goals? And so uh, we started with um, a woman's organization and um, we actually ended up doing nine books in the series because it was so, um, so popular and it created so many connections, so much collaboration and so much fun. <laughs> so uh, from that point on, um, there was more organizations that were interested. And uh, for example, we did two books with the Wild and Wise Women Organization, which has like 10,000 members. We did a collaborative book with um, Shirley Weir and her Menopause Chicks. Um, and uh, we did um, a, a smaller series of book called Family Tree, where we were actually... Um, um, examining all the different kinds of relationships. Uh, mothers and daughters was one. Uh, then mothers and sons was another one. Um, and uh, I think the next one is going to be fathers and sons. So it's an opportunity where basically people can come together and collaborate. And as you said, um, it's often uh, the fact that, that people say, well, I'd I've always wanted to write a book, but doing it all by myself is too difficult. So could you just take us back to what exactly is a collaborative book? Because all the things that you described sound so much fun, but some of my audience, they've never even heard of this term. So can you describe exactly what it is? Absolutely. Um, that's the reason why I guess I use Chicken Soup for the Soul as a kind of um, a foundation, because a lot of people have heard of that book. Um, another way of describing it, some people have called it an anthology. So generally speaking, we have between 10 and 20 authors that are in one book, and each author um, actually represents a chapter. So um, if we have 15 authors, for example, we usually have 15 chapters. And then the founder of the organization would usually do like an introduction um, or um, actually talk about the theme for the book. So for example, um, let's say the book is going to be about mompreneurs, uh, about entrepreneurs which work from home and they're also mothers. So what we would have in that book is 15 uh, different mompreneurs that are talking about their story, talking about how they became a mompreneur, what they were inspired um, to do, how they did it, how they had the balance between uh, the family life and the business life. And what you have then is basically 15 people that are all giving you effectively 15 different perspectives on one topic. Um, and of course, you can imagine that what that does when these people come together, it actually allows them to actually start communicating and collaborating together, um, which is why we call them collaborative books, because basically we're not doing this by ourselves. We're doing it with 15 other people um, and under my management. So I'm basically like the project manager, if you like. Um, I bring everybody together and we start with a workshop 
Um, I, my dream is that people will come down to Puerto Vallarta to do that, but obviously that's not always practical. Um, and so we do uh, also do the workshop on Zoom, um, which I mean, it's it's just as good in some ways as having a live workshop because you still connect. Um, you're all on video and you're all in the same room at the same time. So imagine you've got 15 mompreneurs in the room at the same time. Um, everybody is telling their stories. Everybody's talking about their challenges um, and everybody is discussing, you know, what can we do to help other people um, that perhaps want to be mompreneurs? So the one of the things that happens when you have 15 women in, in a room like that um, is that they start to connect. They start to collaborate. They start to um, uh, mastermind. They start to come up with ideas and they start to do business with each other. Um, they might even say, hey, you know, that's an area that I don't actually uh, work in and you do work in this area. So when I have a customer that says, oh, um, I don't know anything about Instagram, you can say, oh, my goodness, I know another mompreneur and her specialty is Instagram. So please let me connect you with her. And so you can imagine that all of this collaboration starts to happen. Now, that's even before the book is done, Candy. Um, imagine when the book is actually being written um, and all those ideas are being born um, that once the book is actually published and we're now um, taking that out to the market, um, we now have 15 mompreneurs with 15 networks that are promoting one another. So, you know, when you're doing a book by yourself, as you know, Candy, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work by yourself. It's a lot of work coming up with, you know, 50,000 words. Um, it's a lot of work doing the editing. It's a lot of work doing all of the design work. And then when it comes to the marketing, now it's basically just you that's marketing the book. When you've got 15 people in a book, you've now got times 15 networks that you can now market the book and can expose each other to each other's networks. So it's to the power of 15 uh, and it's very powerful. It sounds so the things that sound so interesting is first is there is this creation of a community and, you know, your example of mompreneurs you know, all of us who work from home as entrepreneurs, online entrepreneurs or coaches, it's there's this place where we're reaching out and looking for people to be connected with. And so a great way for you to find some like minded people. And then the second piece is that if you've got 15 people coming together and bringing each of their um, networks and their email lists and their social media following to the book. Think of all the eyes that get on that book that wouldn't normally. And it is for free. It's organic marketing. It's not this yeah. paid advertising that so many people lean on. The other thing that's interesting is that, like you said, it's, you know, to the power of 15. Well, we know that, when people come together, there is, it's not just a linear increase. It's that exponential increase. So mm -hmm. increase yeah. in feeling of community, support, learning, creating a referral network, perhaps, and then the combined efforts of all of those people in the marketing, even if each of those mompreneurs in your example only did half of the marketing, it would still be massive. Mm -hmm. So yes. not everything on our shoulders, right? 
it's well yes and and i mean the thing is is because i am project managing the whole thing um then they, they really are having their hand held uh, throughout the whole process now you know some people um feel very um self-conscious about their writing they say oh i don't think i'm a writer um i don't know how to tell my story um i would like someone to read my story before i even submit it to the publisher for example i get that quite a lot candy you know like even though i i I create an environment where I'm encouraging people to only write a first draft as a starting point because then I can give them guidance. There's still this hesitation where it's like, well, but but I I still don't want you to see this because I don't want to feel judged. So can I share with the other people in the book first and get their feedback before I share with you? And I'm like, yes, of course. And we do, we create like a Facebook group where everybody can um, liaise with each other. We actually have many of the authors um, choose an accountability partner so that as they're doing the writing, they can actually meet, say, once a week. They can give each other feedback and uh, they can read the chapter to each other. Um, and then when it's submitted to me, I'm actually giving each person individual feedback. Um, and we're going through a, a process which could be I mean, it could be as much as six or seven times going backwards and forwards. And so I'm always creating this environment where I'm saying to people, there's no such thing as a bad writer. Um, the only the only thing that you can be, if you like, bad at or, or that you have a challenge with is the ability to actually tell your story, the ability to be vulnerable um, or the, the ability to kind of show your soft underbelly, because that's really what makes for a really good book. And so I'm inspiring people to do that. But sometimes they need a little bit of encouragement from the other people in the team, right? So it's not just me that's inspiring them. It's actually everybody else that's in the book is inspiring one another. And um, and that hand-holding really makes them feel like they're not doing this. I mean, basically, they're not doing it alone, but it also becomes this really enjoyable social um, occasion where effectively everybody has a common goal. Everybody's coming together to basically write a book for the first time, usually. Um, and they're sharing the experience and they're encouraging one another. And, and seriously, Candy, the relationships that, that form as a result of being in a book together, I don't think there's any other way that you could do that because it's very, like you say, it's very organic. Um, it's very natural. And it's, you know, you're exposing your, your underbelly. So you are vulnerable and you are, um, you are, you're allowing people to see that side of you without the mask on. Right. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's a really unique situation. And I think that, um, you know, so as you're talking and you're saying about this being vulnerable as you tell your story and that that's some of the power it's because of that emotional connection with the reader, but by having this community, the collaborative partners, that creates the safe environment that allows you to be a little bit more courageous than you might normally be. And I think, mm -hmm. so there's, a, you know, there's another benefit as well. So such an interesting topic. And the piece that you haven't spoken a lot about, but you know, this role where you are basically the project manager or the conductor 
of the project. Mm -hmm. And so what that means is that if somebody is interested in being part of one of these collaborative books, they do their part, they show up, they know what their dates are, that they have to have certain things done, they have their hand held throughout the process, and then they don't have to deal with all the other things like finding an editor or finding mm -hmm. somebody who's going to format it or deciding what the cover might look like. You've got you as project manager, leader, founder with that design because you know what works. So no matter yes. what, they know that the finished product is going to be beautiful, right? And it's oh, going to yes. be something they can be proud of. So yes. community... Um, that synchronicity of having all of these people working together towards a greater cause. And then the end result is something that you can really be proud of. It's an amazing, yes. it's an amazing concept. And yes, just, you know, I really just loved that idea when you were explaining it to me. And that's why I knew that my audience would be like, oh, what a cool thing. So <laughs> if you're listening and you really like this idea, Julianne, can you tell us how people can find out more about you? Absolutely. So if you go to my website, which is influencepublishing.com, um, you can actually, um, there's, a, there's a section which uh, highlights our collaborative books. So you can actually look at the different collaborative books that we've done. We've done about 15 different projects of collaborative books. Um, you can see the people that are involved in those projects and uh, and how they've worked together towards that goal. Um, I think one thing that's really important, Candy, is, is understanding the credibility that happens when you're in a collaborative book, because we've got all these backlinks that go from our website. Um, and we, we're featuring over 300 authors um, on our website. So influencepublishing.com. You can have a look at all the books that we've published, all of the authors that we've published, and you can get a really good feel um, for how to get involved and, um, and how to, to move forward with a project like this. Don't try and do a book on your own when you can do it with 15 other people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like doing it on your own or trying to pull it together on your own. Why wouldn't you work with an expert, right? Somebody who has done mm. this, somebody who's going to make the whole journey enjoyable. And that, that end result of having something that you're really proud of, something that, you know, you can put on your bookshelf or hand to your friends and family or to your business associates and really be proud of what you've created. I so yes. appreciate you joining me here. I really, uh, such an interesting conversation, such an interesting topic. Thanks so much. Listeners, thank you so much for joining me this week. And I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.